Hey everyone, it's Preston Buttons. I just wanted to note that last episode we used a piece from Punky Radio, and uh, we didn't credit that piece. We kind of figured their uh, notoriety preceded them. Now, we did actually post a version with a credit later, but most of you probably downloaded the one that uh, didn't have it. So uh, just letting you know that uh, that clip was from Punky Radio, and uh, we don't want the ladies from PunkyRadio.com coming after us or anything like that. Anyway, on with the show. Air out my shorts. Air out my shorts. Did you just take a big swig because I'm going to make something come out of your nose? Well, I'm not holding it in. Ah, shit. You're no fun. You never let me make liquid come out of your nose anymore. Well, you know, you can't tell me that you're about to do it. It kind of ruins (laughs) it. It wasn't that big of a swig. And by the time you were finished saying that it might happen, the swig was long over. Guess what movie I watched last night? What movie did you watch last night? Remo Williams. Remo Williams' first adventure? Uh Uh-huh. I watched that last summer, actually. Shut up. Are you serious? Because I have not seen recently. it. I hadn't seen it since it since when it came out, From and the... I complete I completely forgot it existed. Yeah, and I can't remember. I saw it in the theater or or when it first came out on video. When, when roughly do you think it was? Because because I have memories of. I think um, I was a teenager, but I would have been young. Okay, I, I'm thinking it was you know roughly. End of grade school, beginning of high school. Yeah, probably. Probably tail end of grade school for me. Um, so I had flashback memories of... Of it being of, good? No, of the, the guys in my class thinking it was good. You know, being all about Remo Williams. And wow. Oh my God. For, first of all, it completely reminded me of the long dead era of movies that um, had their own brand of music. (laughs) I believe most of which was written by uh, Stallone's brother and performed. I can't remember his name. Frank. Yes. Good old Frank Stallone provided us with most of the 80s soundtracks as far as I I know. Was he in? It all sounds like it was written by the same guy. And performed by the same guy. Was he in Remo Williams? Not that I know of. I'm just saying there is a particular style of movie music before movies actually used real music. Oh, oh well, before and after. There, there seems to be a, a window of time. Yeah, I, like from 79 to 85. Right. So I don't know whether there was some legal thing going on at that time or <laughs> Stallone's brother just really needed work. But... All of it sounds like it was written by him, and it all sounds the same, and it's all absolutely pull your fucking hair out, bad, bad, bad. Yeah, I know the kind of music you're talking about, and from what I recall, Remo Williams had a lot of it. Oh yes, it did. <clears throat> but you and know, so so did all of those workout movies. You know, all uh, the whole aerobics genre. <laughs> I think maybe that's why well, I'm blaming... all the action I'm, movies, too. You know it what? It might be why I'm blaming Frank Stallone for all of it. 
And there's a whole lot, like, I, I don't know, maybe the music changed slightly, but a lot of those action movies, like the kung fu uh, kind of movies, like even up into the early 90s, had the same shit music. Yeah. Well, it's and basically, it is it's, just excruciating. It's sweater rock of sorts. Mm. Well, no, it's more like, uh, I, there's no term for it, really, other than Frank Stallone. It's knockoff music. It's it's re- it's yeah. knockoff music, but it's terrible knockoff music. Yeah. Anyway, I did. Uh, I watched. I watched Rima Williams, and I thought, wow, I I thought this was good, and uh, it's not very. Although I think perhaps compared to uh, similar movies at the time, it was one of the better ones. That's all. Well, I I'd like guess. to think so. I I just know that all of the boys in my class thought it was the shit. At the time. I can't believe I sat through the whole thing, even though I was really tired and my eyes kept trying to close. And I just was like, no, I have to, I have to see this through. I have to know what happens to Remo. <sighs> yep. And anyway, it's... the only reason I brought that up is because I wanted to ask you if the woman in that movie was um, Janeway. I think it was. Yes, I think you're right. Okay. Fuck, I was laughing my ass off. Yeah. I and was. also mortified that I was I was actually watching it. I couldn't stop. It was a bad accident. I couldn't stop looking. I was totally rubber, rubbernecking that movie. The uh, the three things I learned from that movie was one that that you can run across wet concrete and not fall into it. Two that you could dodge a bullet by listening to the tendon click before the trigger was pulled. And mm. three, that average Joe construction workers are are easily bought off by $40 to uh, kill people with wrenches. <laughs> wow, you have a really clear memory. Oh my god. Uh, who is the author that we are not going to be mean to this evening? Well... Tonight's delightful story is called Not Just a One Night Stand by Jessica. Oh my god, it's submitted by a girl? It's submitted by an alleged girl. We have female listeners? Fuck off. I'm not convinced of that. I think they're the same female listeners that go into chat rooms and claim to be like 14-year-old girls. I guarantee you we have maybe three female listeners. Mm. At the most. And I know them all personally. Who knows? Maybe it is a, a legitimate uh, female listener. Well, why don't you start up a nice, hot, uh, long-distance chat affair with her and find out? <laughs> so that you can... I don't need any more You can that. fly halfway across the world to meet her in person and have your heart stomped on and crushed and devastated when you see the 400-pound hairy man who says, Hello, I'm Jessica. <laughs> But you can call me Jesse. <laughs> no, not this time. Not just a one-night stand. She spied him from across the room, his long dark hair held back from his face. He was playing pool with his friends. Slowly, he leaned over to take a shot, his gorgeous ass facing in her direction. <laughs> Asses shouldn't face. Um, <laughs> Hello, my honey. Hello, my exactly. darling. Exactly. That's exactly what I was picturing. Her heart began to beat faster in her chest. She pulls a cigarette from her pack. Oh, 
intense change. She pulled a cigarette from her pack. Ah, uh, I can't fix that. Yeah, no. She <laughs> she pulls a cigarette from her pack and lights it. She sits there in a dark corner. Only the red glow from her camel shows in the darkness. She sits there and watches as he moves around the table, shooting from different angles. When he finished his game, he walked past her toward the bar. She jumped down from her perch in the corner and followed him. Bud, please. She heard his deep voice say as she walked up next to him at the bar. I'll have a Jack and Coke, please, Mike. She asked the bartender. Sure thing, El. Coming right up. She turned and smiled at the man standing next to her. He smiled back at her, his blue eyes shining, causing her stomach to jump into her throat. Is this your first time here? She asked him. Yeah. He said, his voice so deep. She turned to him. I'm El. Welcome to my bar. She could see the shock on his face. Your bar? She smiled at him, seeing his interest. Yes, it's been in my family for three generations now. Before, it's always been run by the men in the family. But I don't have any brothers, so she's all mine now. Wow, a woman owns a bar. Shocking. Yes, crazy. Look how far we've come. Since cheers. <laughs> You've come a long way, baby. He grabbed the beer that had been placed on the counter in front of him, took a drink, and then grabbed his wallet out of his pocket. Don't worry about the beer. Your first one is on the house tonight. He smiled back at her. Well, thank you, Elle. By the way, my name is Evan. He extended his hard... <laughs> <laughs> his hard stone ice hand to her. He extended his hand to her. You are welcome, Evan. She placed her hand on his, and instead of shaking it, he brought it to his lips and kissed the back of her hand. She blushed. Happy for the low lighting conditions. Why is she hideous? <laughs> when he let her, when he let go of her hand, she grabbed her drink and took a sip. Well, Evan, I need to go make sure everything is running smoothly up at the door. I hope you will come find me before you leave. She said as she looked at her watch, seeing it being near closing time. I will do that. Thanks again for the drink, El. Nobody said he was a robot. <laughs> why, why was I programmed to feel pain? <laughs> Thanks again for the drink, El. He said as she turned and walked away. As she finished her drink, she walked to the front doors and grabbed the microphone. All right, ladies and gents, it is now last call. Oh, I the... wanted you to say, it is now last cal. Why? Because it's spelt C-A-L. Come on. That is right. Last call for alcohol. It's been a pleasure to see you all here tonight. If you need a cab, please let a bouncer know, and we will arrange one for you. Other than that, drive home safely, and we will see you another night. <laughs> what, is she a robot? All systems are functioning. Computer, send the last call signal. This bar will self-destruct in ten seconds. She put the microphone back behind the counter and walked to the back to her office to start on her closing paperwork. She had been back there about ten minutes when a knock came. Come in, she said, without raising her eyes from her work. The door opened and he walked in. Hi, Elle. 
You're trespassing, you stupid <laughs> prick. I'm counting money. Get the fuck out. Hi, Al. Didn't mean to disturb your work, but you wanted me to stop by before I headed out. He said as he closed the door behind him. Oh, Evan, yes I did. How did you enjoy my club? She said as she raised her eyes to him, her heart pounding a million beats per second. Are you getting the impression that this may be uh, a porn story uh, developing here? No, at the moment I'm actually thinking it's robot love. Uh, maybe he's the liquor inspector. Liquor inspector. <laughs> I hardly know her. Uh -huh. It's a great place. Not too busy, nice music, and plenty to see. Who talks like that? I don't know. Where? It just you, keeps saying that he has a low voice, so I'm going as where low Where do you get your I grab can. bag of characters? There are all the people walking around in my head. It scares me. Not only do you use a different, completely different sounding voice for the same character in one story, but none of them sound like real people. <laughs> it's Preston Buttons, the anti-actor. I'm trying to let the writing shine through. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you, you wouldn't distracted want to upstage. By my performance. Yeah, you wouldn't want to upstage the story with your fucking stellar acting. It's a great place. Not too busy. Nice music and plenty to see. He you said have an with a smile. impacted molar. <laughs> You're lucky your first trip was on a weekday. On weekends, we are packed. She said as she stood up from her desk. Please, Evan, have a seat. She said as she walked around her desk to take one of the chairs sitting in front of it. He sat, he sat down. <laughs> he was tall. She guessed at least six feet. Foot, feet, foot, feet. feet. She had a weakness for tall men. Being five foot nine inches herself. Well, then, I'm glad I came on a weekday. He replied as he, <laughs> as he leaned back in his chair and short-circuited. So, well, what else do you do besides run a club? He said as his eyes moved up and down her body. She smiled as she noticed him checking her out. Well, running this place doesn't leave me much time for fun. But when I'm not here, I'm generally up in the mountains at my cabin. A woman who owns a club and a cabin. Why, L, you are a woman after my own heart. Okay, this was not sent in by a woman. It's a chauvinistic man pretending to be a woman. <laughs> he said as he leaned closer to her. He placed his hands on her long legs and moved them up under her skirt. Her heart started beating faster and faster and leaned into him. As his mouth came to hers, he pulled her onto him. Their kisses came hard and fast, their tongues dancing about the other's mouth, hands moving. Shut up! Stop it! Their tongues dancing about the other's mouth. Hands moving quickly to unbutton each other's shirts. She got his open first and ran her hands over his firm body. When her shirt hit the floor, he wrapped his arms around her to unhook her bra, not saying a word about what they were doing. What they were doing. I know. I left it alone. 
just letting their bodies and sexual urges lead them. Sitting on his lap, she could feel his erecting under his pants. <laughs> <laughs> what was he building? He broke the kiss and took one of her breasts into his mouth while his hand cupped her other breast. She leaned her head back in ecstasy, keeping one of her breasts in his mouth. He wrapped his arms around her and picked her up, setting her on the desk next to them. I'm so confused. Her breasts <laughs> are the people. All right, so... uh I don't know. Somebody's yeah. sitting beside themselves, and somebody's erecting something in a pair of pants. He moved his hands to her skirt, moving his hands up under it. He grabbed her thong and pulled it off for her, his hands then venturing back up under her skirt. His fingers finding her moist clit, he rubs it before inserting his fingers See, deep inside her. See, now you sound like a robot. I know. Well, you know, I just... Uh, I'm just looking for the next thing to exploit. <laughs> You've had your fill of smut. She moans as her hands go to the buttons on his pants and undoes them, pushing them down so his cock is fully exposed to her. She takes it in her hand and begins to stroke it. Beings to stroke it. <laughs> oh, beings. Oh, I didn't. I, I passed over that. I fill in the blanks. Their mouths find each other again as their hands move to pleasure the other. The other what? Hand. Oh. Hands are pleasuring each other's hands. <laughs> They're clapping. Um, continue, sorry. Their tongues exploring each other's mouths fiercely. He takes his hand. What, what the fuck is going on here? There seem, there seem to be many hands. He takes his hand from her wet pussy, removes hers from his cock, and pulls her towards him. He thrusts his cock inside her, and she moves to kiss his neck. He starts slowly, moving his cock deep inside her, and then pulling it almost all the way out again, before thrusting it deeply back inside her. Alrighty then. Holy crap, this is a hard read. As he begins to quicken his pace, she moans and digs her long fingernails into his smooth back. Oh, God. She moans in his ear. You like this, L? He picks her up and lays her on the cramped floor of the office, <laughs> spreading her legs I wide. Wanna, I want to know what's on the floor that it's so cramped. I don't know. His other bodies? Discarded robot parts? He does a lot of picking her up and moving her all over the place. He picks her up and lays her on the ground, spreading her legs wide so he can thrust himself deeper into her. I wonder if it's possible to write a piece of smut without the word deep or deeper or <laughs> deeply. Or thrust. Oh, Evan, oh, God. Oh, Evan, oh, God. Harder and faster he moves into her, his mouth again crushing against her. He takes her breast again in his hand and pinches her wall. nipple between his fingers. Harder and fast he pumps. <laughs> Both of them sweating from the heat they have created. All your base are belong to us. Oh, Evan. Oh, God. Harder and faster he goes until he can feel her begin to climax. Do you want to come, El? No, go full on robot here. <laughs> Do you want to come, El? Do you want me to make you come now? Breathlessly, she tries to speak. 
Yes, Evan. <laughs> yes, Evan. I am ready to come. He moves her legs so they are resting on his shoulders, and he goes deeper and faster into her yet. Her body begins to go rigid. <laughs> ridged. <laughs> For her your pleasure. Her body begins to go ridged as she nears her climax. It hits her full force, and she screams in delight. Oh! Ellen! Oh, God! As he spills his seed into her body, he kisses her again. When they both finished, he moved her legs down again and kissed her softly as he holds his body over hers. I'm not even remotely turned on. And this, is, this surprises you? Yes. Oh. I thought it was maybe because it's so poorly written that it's comical. And whoa, the... whoa, no assholishness. What? Be nice to... <laughs> if you want people to send stories, don't be mean. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Evan, oh, God. He rolls off her and lies beside her. Oh, my dear, that was wonderful. His hand grabs hers. She smiles softly and nods. I've never done anything like that before. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, Why do chicks even... always say that? Oh, I've never done this. Like, I swear to you, I've never said that. in a cab. <laughs> say, oh, I've never done this before. It's like, oh, yeah. Sorry. I swear to all that is holy, I have never <laughs> used that sentence. I mean, meet someone one night and have sex with him. Especially right here in my office. Do not worry, Al. This won't be the last time we have... He said as he turned his head to face her. <laughs> as he picked up his head and then screwed it back on and turned it to face her. You thought tonight was good? Just you wait. She glances up at the cock. Clock. It actually does she, say clock. Okay. <laughs> she glances at the clock and sees it is almost four in the morning. She sits up and grabs her bra and shirt and begins to dress again. Well, we could go to my cabin tonight and keep this going. She tells him as he sits and grabs his shirt. That sounds like a great idea, L. Together they stand and finish getting dressed. Together they walk out of her office, shutting off the lights as they get to the door to go outside. He pulls her to him again and kisses her deeply. Elle, my sweet angel, I can't wait to get you into bed. Together, they walk to his car. Oh, boy. That was entertaining. <laughs> I don't think Jessica will think so. I'm sure Jessica, and that is with quote fingers... <laughs> Jessica and her penis will just have to like it or lump it. Hey, Preston. Hey, Miss Word. Really enjoyed your shows. I've listened to them while I'm driving around delivering pizzas down in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Anyway, a show or two ago, uh, y'all somehow or another got into the subject of doing it like they do it on the Discovery Channel. And uh, Miss Word mentioned that that was part of the song. Now, that song is called uh, The Bad Touch. It's done by a group called The Bloodhound Gang. And it's on the album Hooray for Boobies. 
anyway, keep up the good work. Enjoy hearing from you all every week or so. Keep it up. Thanks. Bye. I know this is totally out in left field, but what's biodegradable other than wood? Um, a million things. Everything. Can you name stuff? Just a couple of examples. Like cotton. Okay, it's too vague. Basically, I I need Starbucks to replace their fucking stir sticks. With something biodegradable degradable other than wood yeah why because right now they're wood so they're, you're... they're like popsicle sticks right? right only longer and skinnier and without the popsicle <laughs> <laughs> and so you're thinking of this as an environmental measure no no I'm assuming they're they wouldn't for environmental for environmental purposes. Yeah, I would think so. So I'm not going to ask them to switch to plastic, but I can't have them be wood anymore. Oh. Is there any reason? I hate... I can't say it out loud, because you'll think... You're crazy? Um, no, you'll make a joke out of it. There's no way to say it that you can't make a joke out of it. <laughs> just, I just want to know what else they could switch it to. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's probably, uh, you know, Professor Polymer would probably be able to give you some kind but of. But plastic, plastic is not biodegradable. Um, I, that's, I don't think that's necessarily true. I think it depends on what it is. Okay, well, something inexpensive and biodegradable that Starbucks could replace their fucking wooden stir sticks with would. F really changed my life hmm. considering that uh, you take your coffee black uh, I'm not sure how it would well I take just coffee coffee black and I cannot drink Starbucks coffee coffee uh, as in just because coffee it's terrible. because it sucks ass the only coffee I order at Starbucks is uh, the macchiato which I do take sugar with. So I do use the stir stick and I cannot not because the macchiato has foam on it. I cannot not put the fucking stir stick in my mouth after I stir it. It's instinct. I can't stop it. I've tried. This and is it gives you this, slivers. This happens to me twice a day. No, I don't get slivers. I hate the sensation of wet wood in my mouth. Hate it, and hence the uh, the only way that you could make it the the the, the joke about it. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to avoid saying that sentence, <laughs> that phrase. Uh, I get you now. It drives me crazy. I can't even describe. It's worse, almost worse than putting tinfoil in your mouth. I kind of know what you mean because I do it instinctively too. If, Wet wood. Because I only. Oh. Go uh, like I. I only get shit that has, um, you know, that's a latte or whatever or something. On the on the very rare occasions that I actually go, and uh, so I am inclined to actually put it in my mouth as well. But I'm always afraid of like getting slivers out of it. 
I haven't had the sliver fear yet. I just, I hate that sensation. It sets my teeth on edge. It just, ugh. There's something really, ugh. I hate wet wood in my mouth. All right, well, we should uh, we should close off here. Um, okay. Theitspot.com. Go check it out. You'll find uh, all the shit there. Uh, and call our comment line, 305-76-SHOWS. Give them a reason. Call the comment line, and you'll be able to hear your own silky voice uh, on air as long as I edit it into the episode. Now, how's that for a motivation? Comment line. I'm not, I'm not even looking for motivation anymore. I'm just looking for sell, sell benefits instead of features, man. <laughs> 305 767 4697 or 305 7676. Yes. A lot. It gives us a reason to live. Yeah, almost. Good night, whore. Good night, buttons. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. 